you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for The Everyday Guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's a good morning to talk about football. We are presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky live, third hour in New York City, Monday, December 11th. I'm Jamie Erdahl. There's Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, Jason McCourty. Uh, Jason survived the birthday party circuit this weekend. Peter did his usual L.A. wing. And Kyle has also been running it back in L.A. recently. Yeah, so invited to go on game day morning. And you do the show, and Peter knows this, you do the morning show, and then you got to leave as fast as possible because it's like nine hours to fly back to New York. I do this show. I had this funny moment. I'm sitting down on the plane. I got my snacks. I got my computer and everything and the captain comes on and says well folks uh, unfortunately we got a little bit of traffic uh, right side of the aircraft you can see the traffic look at the traffic that I, that held me up at LAX yesterday that's Air Force One. Oh no could not leave the gate because the Air Force One so I took a picture and uh, I tweeted it guys if you could see the replies to this tweet 100% positivity I'm oh, sure yeah, it's great the president's playing great um, this one guy said Hey, Brent, we'd be better off if you were on that plane. And I'm not even a fan of yours. Like, yeah. just tweet after <laughs> tweet about politics. I'm like, it's just a plane. It's the president's <laughs> plane. doesn't matter who's in it. But they, they did kind of hold us up, actually. Uh, I landed on Saturday, and it was about two hours of traffic from the – and why? The president. I might have been one of the people in your comments right there. Is that right? I, I think I might have been in the comments as well. <laughs> and then the motorcade and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah, lot. Yeah, got to run the country. I got to. We yeah. got our Cowboys talk to do that. Yeah. Come on. Peter doesn't filter his uh, travel beef, <laughs> whether it be presidential or not. Like, if you hold Peter up, he's yeah. going to let you know about it. No, seven hours isn't enough on a plane. I need to wait two Peter's hours. mad the car with the little flags on it isn't there for him. Exactly. <laughs> right. Kyle Brock Purdy mm-hmm. continues to roll. We Week to week. Talk to us about the MVP thing is so fun. Yeah. It really is. So Dak was amazing yesterday. He's certainly in the conversation. We're talking so much about Dak as we should. 
Purdy had a career high yesterday in yards. He threw for 368. He's unbelievable. He's got Trent Williams talking afterwards about it damn sure ain't the system that's making him like that. This is his offensive lineman. Let's do some quick takes on the MVP. I said it earlier, and sure, I'll say it again. I don't think Jalen Hurts is going to win it. I think mm-hmm. you lose those back-to-back games. It's just the optics of it. You're not going to win it. Lamar is still in the thing. I don't think Tua's going to win it because he got the Tyreek thing. He, Tyreek could go absolutely nuts tonight. I don't think McCaffrey's going to win it because most of the heat is on Purdy. You have Dak as the favorite right now, Purdy right behind him. I will say one fascinating one. Josh Allen is currently 25-1. to 1. Talk about it. They just beat Kansas City. He was great. Hmm. They play Dallas next week. If, 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 if Josh Allen is fantastic and they win and they go on a winning streak here, that is a really tasty one because he has all the numbers and the leadership and the story and all of that. Dak, your favorite right now. This is just the odds. Brock. Lamar and then Josh way down at 25 to 1. That's can, can I really quickly tell yeah. you? Last week when Colleen was on the show, we were talking about the the percentage of playoff stuff. 14% was the Bills. Bills. They're still the 11 seed right yeah. now. Wow. So even with yesterday's. You win an arrowhead, you're still the 11. They're still the 11, and yeah. only the first seven get in. So it's going to be. They got to beat Dallas. They need a lot of help, too. They do. And let's go through with the AFC. The Ravens with their win, they have a commanding lead in the AFC North. They're set at the one seed. Dolphins, two. They have a game tonight. Chiefs now three, and they have the head-to-head tiebreaker over the Jaguars, who are four. Then you go five, six, seven. Browns, Steelers, Colts. Then outside lurking, Texans eight, Broncos nine, Bengals ten, who have a head-to-head tiebreaker over Buffalo, who despite that amazing win and a seven and six record, are the 11 seed in the AFC. Mm, that is... Uh... And the Dolphins play tonight in Monday Night Football. That's right. uh, we talked officiating earlier on, but let's uh, focus about what happened between the hashes, between the whistles, everything that happened with the Bills yesterday. Peter. I think with the Bills, it's like the week have gone any worse. You had the McDermott article mm-hmm. that came out. You have the Von Miller stuff mm-hmm. that's going on off the field. You have all these losses in a row. And yet on the football field, Teams were losing all last week. The Steelers have lost two in a row. You take a look at the standings. You're like, wait a second. Everyone wants to leave the door open. They're leaving the door open for us. We've got to take care of our business, and we'll be okay. A tumultuous week in Buffalo, and then to go into Arrowhead and win, it shows me a lot about what those guys are made of in that Buffalo locker room, and I think that was a huge win, not only for morale, but like Kyle said, if they can get this thing going and beat the Cowboys this week and they continue to roll, somehow make the playoffs, not only are we talking about MVP, but we're talking about the team that's hottest going into the, to the, to the playoffs, but I think that's couple steps down the line, got to beat the Cowboys first. Yeah, no doubt about it. And they're so deep as you look at that playoff picture, 11 behind Cincinnati, who got to win in different things. But as you look at that game, and we said the only way for Buffalo to even be in contention is you're going to need a performance from Josh Allen. And it wasn't a 400-yard day, anything incredible. But there's just plays that he makes within a game when you're watching. A fourth down where he's pump faking, he's pump faking, he throws a sidearm. A third down where he's rolling out and does almost like a fadeaway pass right before his heel hits out of bounds. And makes a huge completion. So it was just impressive to watch. And they got out early in this game going up 14 to zip. Often stalled a little bit. But for where they were as a team, you mentioned the McDermott stuff. And right when they won the game, the camera cut away to McDermott on the sideline. You could feel like a sense of relief for this Buffalo Bills team. Because we're talking about an AFC playoff picture. And I said it last week. The AFC playoffs without Josh Allen in it sounds crazy when you start thinking about all the injuries that have happened to the quarterback position. He's out there, and there's plays like this where you just fall in love watching him play the game because you never know when something like that can happen. And Mahomes is the same way on the other side of the ball playing for the Chiefs. But they're still alive. They still have a chance. A lot still has to take place, but let's see if they can keep it rolling. Yeah, to your point, like we're going to have the Mitch Trubisky Steelers in the playoffs, but not not that we're going to have the Joe Flacco Browns, but not the 
Josh Allen. Right Bills. now, Flacco, Trubisky, and Minshew would be the quarterbacks in the wild card spot. I mean, it's nuts, but where I come out is that that was a playoff game. Yeah. If you lose to Kansas City, goodbye. We're done with you. You're six and seven. We're not. You're not relevant. This is a crazy shame. We have to look at McDermott's future. We have to look at everybody's future. You go to Airhead, you lose, and we're not talking about your Good Morning Football. Nobody is. You're you're not a relevant team. You're six and seven. They won. It was like, it turns out, they kind of can win a playoff game at Arrowhead after all these years. A lot of work to do. I have to tell you, watching all these games this weekend, Dallas is way better than Kansas City right now. Like, Dallas is really, that is a totally different animal. And I like Kansas City. I respect everything. But, like, Dallas is playing right now. So, that's the problem. Because you lost the stupid Broncos game with the 12 men on. So, you just got to win now. You got no rest. There's lost to no the Jets. Up. Lost to the Patriots. Yes. All those games. You yeah. Patriots. Patriots. I forgot about that yes. one. You lost all those. So, your penance is... You get no room. You had to win this one. You have to win Dallas because I had them going maybe at 10 and 7. Goes, I'm not sure it does. Like in 10 and 7, you're going to leave it to chance. You need to win out, and that's going to be 11 Next to 6. This game is in Buffalo in cold weather, and Dak and those guys are lights out, but a lot of those games have been at home. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a silver lining for Buffalo that they get them in their yeah. confines and it's cold and it's windy. I bet Josh Allen wishes he could play the Cowboys at Arrowhead. They, they, they don't allow that. He's comfortable <laughs> there. But they get the win. They have to keep going. Dallas is not Kansas City right now. I think there's a shot clock on Olympic the different times in the season that you can limp. Like the Broncos limped early and then they figured it out and they might be playing well at the right time. The same thing with the Eagles. Like they're right on the cusp of your limping too late and you Mm -hmm. might not be able to figure it out in time. The Bills limped in late October into November, but if they can figure it out now and they get their stride going and their strut and they get to go home, if they beat the Cowboys Mm -hmm. next week at home, that would be, Mm -hmm. for as much as the Bills have struggled on the road, that would be life-changing for this season. And really for both sides of the conference. One more thing on their schedule. Week 18, they play the Dolphins. Dolphins might have a number one seed wrapped up, might have their division wrapped up, might not have anything to play for them. They might be trying to rest guys. So there's a chance the Bills get a favor if the Dolphins play their cards. Uh Mm. I've been looking at that picture of your show. That was one of the strangest handshakes I've ever seen. Mahomes on top of official. So Allen comes up and he's doing, stay healthy, great game. He was like, bleeping, bleeping, bleeping. It's the craziest clip. He was, Patrick was so mad. I get it. But he didn't even turn it down for a second for Josh. He was in his ear, and Josh yeah. was like, I'm getting the hell out of here. I what Josh right? was saying in that moment. Like, yeah, man, I totally agree. Like, he was, they shouldn't have called it. No. Three and two all time in Arrowhead. I know the two three playoff two. losses, yeah, but yeah. three regular season wins. Yeah, mm. Maybe yeah, he'll go there is. again in the playoffs. Here it is. Can Tough one, bud. That? I'm out. He's giving him that pat. Yeah. Like, we're done. We're Tough done. Just one, get out of here. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Unbelievable. Right. It wasn't was a good look in moments. Very weird. I met Jeannie Belichick. Injury news this morning. I know, unfortunately, we start in L.A. via Baltimore. That's right. We'll start with Justin Herbert, the star quarterback for the Los Angeles Chargers, suffered a finger fracture, a right index finger fracture. Not a good injury for any football player, but really for a quarterback, especially one who keeps his index finger on the ball as long as he does. Potentially significant injury for Justin Herbert, one that could take him off the field for the rest of the season. He is going to have an MRI and get a second opinion today. We should know later whether or not he will able to be on the, we'll be able to be on the field this season for sure. He is going to miss Thursday night's game. Easton Stick expected to be the starter. Time will tell if we have seen the last of Herbert this season and what has been certainly a frustrating, frustrating season for the Chargers. Another quarterback injury, C.J. Stroud, the Texans' standout quarterback. He is now in the NFL's concussion protocol after a tough hit from Quinnen Williams yesterday. He had released the ball. Williams slung him down, hit his head on the back of the turf quickly, uh, hit his uh, back of the head on the turf, quickly exited the game, went to the blue tent, went to the locker room. We will see if he is able to come back this week. Every player is different and every concussion is different. 
most players who suffer a concussion do end up not playing the next week. So potentially CJ Stroud would not be on the field next week for a big game for the Texans. And then Justin Jefferson, the Vikings all-pro receiver, was finally, finally back from a hamstring injury. Lasted less than a half. He suffered a chest injury, was questionable, then was ruled out, then was taken to a local hospital just to rule out internal injuries, really more of a precaution than anything else. The fact that he was able to get back with the team uh, before the game ended and travel back with the team is encouraging news. They have a short week. They have a Saturday game. So it's unclear as of now whether or not Jefferson will be able to go in that. But at least, guys, he did not suffer a significant injury. That is very good because I know the Vikings were missing him when he was out on IR with that hamstring injury. It was a tough catch for him to suffer that injury. Ian, thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, we hope the best for Justin Jefferson moving forward because the Vikings are on a short week. The Saturday showdown is set, and it's exclusively right here on NFL Network. The only place you need to be on December 16th. Start your day off at 10 a.m. because that's when game day kickoff begins. And then you got three games lined up. Vikings-Bengals at 1, Steelers-Colts at 4, and then Broncos-Lions at 8. It's a fantastic day right here on NFL Network. It's an exclusive. Don't miss it. Still to come on our show. Game ball season. Whose performance from yesterday is the most deserving? Peter always puts a tweet out, and then he always gets interesting feedback. Yes. We've got a lot of tweets. A lot of them um, pointing to Kadarius Tony as Bills oh. fan, so I don't want to hear that. We're going to give the ones who are most deserving of game balls, or in this case, the Lions... What's it called? The Lion oh, the Spear? Oh, the Lion Spear. Lion Spear. That's what the Ravens Whatever y'all called it. Yeah, they give that out. That was really cool to see. Plus, we're going to talk a little Bengals and Jake Browning on the center. Realistic playoff chance? We'll talk about it. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. 
window was good yesterday. Yeah. Here was the game of the window. Rams versus Ravens in the pouring rain in Baltimore. We go to overtime. Rams cannot convert. They punt it away. Right here, guys, this is Tylen Wallace, who has never returned a punt in the NFL. Second-year guy. Devin DuVernay is hurt, so we're going to put him back there. Wait, what? What? <laughs> Ignore the three block in the backs that happened oh, here. And just enjoy oh. the moment, Ravens fans. It's a touchdown. Kadarius Tony blocking the back. He's on the Chiefs. How could he do that? It's Rams Ravens. <laughs> amazing game. Amazing finish. What's up, John? Harbaugh. I'm sorry I said that. That might have. That, you know. Peter. I'm sorry. Good win for the Ravens. Great win for the Ravens. 37 to 31. Here is the scene inside the Ravens locker room. No flags on the play after the huge win. Tyler Wallace, man, I'm going to tell you what, man. What you, what you fought through, man. All the, all the adversity, all the different things that have come up in your career and your life and things like that recently, even your personal life. And for you to just come out every day and just have a, a smile on your face, a high spirit, and work as hard as you possibly could. Be a great teammate, be there for everybody else, and be called upon when your number gets called. He was tackled like four different times! <laughs> but he wasn't! Tyler Wallace. All right, now the AFC playoff picture. Ravens, they take a commanding lead in the AFC North. They're number one. The Dolphins have a big lead in the AFC East. They're number two. Chiefs have the head-to-head -head tiebreaker over the Jaguars, so they're three. Jaguars, therefore Texans, bad loss there. The, the Jaguars lost bad as well, but the Texans, even worse. Then you've got Brown, Steelers, Colts for now with all those other teams that are seven and six in that lurking column. Again, very, very cloudy uh, in that murky area right there, lurking a wild card. But the Ravens, huge win yesterday. They continue to stay one game and one step ahead of the rest of the AFC. Thoughts on the Ravens and the fight that they had to go to to keep hold of that number one seed? Such a good game, and the Ravens obviously got the victory. Matthew Stafford was unbelievable in that game, making throw after throw. And why that was such a really good win for the Baltimore Ravens, because you look at their season, even the last few seasons, They've given up games when they've had to lead in the fourth quarter. And they were up just a little bit, just a point to start that fourth quarter. But the three losses that they've suffered this year, they've had leads and they found a way to lose the game in the fourth quarter. Even for Lamar Jackson, as their quarterback over the last three seasons, it's been eight times that they've lost games with fourth quarter leads. So as you're watching this game, it was set up perfect for the Rams to come down, for Matthew Stafford to make the throws, to lead them to a fourth quarter victory. And then Lamar Jackson gets in there and he finds Zay Flower for the touchdown. They convert to two-point conversions. They go to overtime. They go three and out. They go three and out. They uh -huh. get the ball. You see Odell at the coin toss. And you're like, all right, Lamar has the ball. They're going to find a way to win this game. And then the Rams get the ball back. They're forced to punt. And then you saw the punt return for the walk-off touchdown. To me, that was such a big win because they found a way in the fourth quarter when things didn't go perfect and didn't always go their way to still come out on top and leave themselves in position to be in that number one seed. For we asked season. so much from Lamar Jackson. We almost had like a higher yeah. like expectation for Lamar. And we, the one thing that you always hear is that can he lead a team back? Can he do it with his arm? Can he, guys, that was a 13-play drive in the fourth quarter in the pouring rain. And Lamar's like, come, come with me. I got us. Uh, on the big third and seven, he throws a 21-yard touchdown while Aaron Donald is right in his face, and he does it to Zay Flowers. I thought this was Lamar's best game of the season. Uh, Lamar has been an MVP in this league. He has won a playoff game in this league. He's done a lot of great things. We always want more from Lamar. And after this long, laborious contract negotiation, it's like, 
All right, can you do it from when you're behind? Can you do it when it's not a blowout? Can you do it when it's not with your legs? Lamar did it with his arm yesterday. I thought he was awesome in this game. I'm going to give Lamar Jackson his flowers. Uh, and no pun intended, Zay Flowers was the guy in the end of the end. Yeah. Nicely done, Peter. Wordsmith. Yeah. They, uh, top three team in the league, maybe top two. You know, in the last two and a half months to early October, they've lost one time. And it was a game against Cleveland, which they were up two touchdowns. There was all sorts of crazy stuff. That's really the only loss that they've had. I think it's really cool what Lamar is doing because I think all of us, I definitely did, had this like collective sigh when Mark Andrews goes out because yeah. like that's his guy. We got years of experience doing this. He won an MVP with that guy. That's his security blanket. It's a little patronizing to Lamar to say, oh, well, they're screwed because he lost his security blanket. I don't have a security blanket. I'm a pro, and I'm a, I can play with anybody. Likely was really good yesterday. Yes, he was. He threw to seven different receivers. I think it's like it is now Lamar like 4.0 at yeah. this point. We, we don't have to have Mark Andrews to win close games. Did not miss Mark Andrews yesterday. All due respect to Andrews. There's other guys who can step up. Lamar is not a product of this big tight end that he has chemistry with. I thought he showed a lot in that. One lost in the last two and a half months. <laughs> like This team looks fantastic. Really tough. Stafford was awesome yesterday. It was Cooper and Puka and Kyron. They all, the yeah. Rams showed up to play. Yeah. Baltimore is just better. I was really impressed. Top three team in the league. Well, I know we talked about Brock and Dak in the last hour, but you have to put Lamar on that list as well for the mm -hmm. MVP conversation. MVP of that game, though, as we saw, goes to that Tylen Wallace story. I mean, just a ridiculous circumstance. Becomes just the fourth player in NFL history to return a punt for a touchdown in overtime. And what's shocking about that stat is that we saw it done already once this season. We've had three and four now with Xavier Gibson doing it to open the season for the Jets. Yeah. Then Patrick Peterson did it back in 2011. And the 1995 Chiefs had a guy do it, Tameric Vanover. Yeah, sure, that was Seven. legendary. I think right? it was Monday Night Football. And this is a ridiculous list to be on. The circumstance is so unique. And regardless of whether or not you want to see the flags or not, it doesn't matter. Mark. Look at this. Who's 87 on the Chiefs? Not Kelsey. Tameric Vanover, Florida State legend. Not even Eddie Kennison. Florida State legend. No, let's Peter. go. Fantastic. <laughs> Against the San Diego Chargers. It, as as Harbaugh well. mentioned, he had six catches last season for the Ravens, Tylen Walls did, zero going in. He hasn't caught a, a live ball in a game yet this year, and this is what he can do? It's insane. It's a fantastic moment for him. This one here, Sam Rosen was on the call, I remember, and it was like, <laughs> oh, there goes Patrick Peterson! I received a, a, a missive from the Ravens last night wondering if a punt returner has ever won, ever won angry runs. Oh! And I said, it has not I don't know if that's. I like it. That. I got to look a little closer at it, but there was an official inquiry. We'll look into it for tomorrow. The Ravens win over the Rams in what was what felt like a real playoff game in the rain, 37 to 31. Our own Bridget Condon caught up with Odell Beckham Jr. after the overtime victory. It's intense, you know what I mean. But this is uh, December football. You know, two two playoff caliber teams with one goal in mind. Man, they just just happened to be on our side today. Your quarterback to march you guys down just over four minutes to go. What is it like playing for Lamar Jackson? This is what he does. You know what I mean? Like we don't expect anything less of him. He's our general. We all follow him, uh, and, and it just it's just incredible, man. There, there, there's so many words you can say about him, but he led us down there, and, and we fought hard for this one. You played in a Super Bowl. This team right now battling for that top spot in the AFC. What gives you confidence that you can do it again here with this team? Well, I was over there and I understood what it took. I understood the culture. I understood the coaching, the, the preparation, the, the actual talent that you have, but the hard work that gets put into it. And this team is, is just as good as that team, if not better. We, we have every piece we need. It's just about putting it all together. 
Okay. All right, Browns, Bengals, Steelers, Ravens, all in the playoff mix. Ravens, key win here to separate themselves. A couple notes here. Browns obviously have Flacco starting. Steelers have the head-to-head over the Bengals. Steelers swept the Bengals, so that's interesting as we go on. Bengals have not been good in the division. Look at that, 0-4. That puts them behind the eight ball. The only team in the whole playoff picture that the Bengals have the head-to-head tiebreaker over is really the Buffalo Bills, who they beat head-to-head. So that's what we're looking for in the AFC North. Uh, All four teams can make it into the playoffs. There is a way to get there. I always go back to that quote that Harbaugh had in the middle of the season, which is like, how fun is it to have this division where all these teams are so good? Very sarcastic. Uh, Which AFC North team uh, do you think had the loudest statement game, Peter? We love what the Browns are doing. We love what the Ravens are doing. I'm going to go with the Bengals because I think on a short week with Jake Browning now doing it two weeks in a row, mm. and when you get the news about a half hour before the game that, okay, Browning's going to have to go and we're going to have to do this thing and we're going to be uh, going up against a Colts team and we're going to have to do it maybe with Chase Brown leading the way here. Like, they're getting contributions from everybody. I love the fact that Jake Browning, and they have not missed a step since Burrow went down. He's as good as Burrow. He threw for more yards than Burrow throughout any game this season. The Bengals are a fun story here. Odds are that they're still on the outside looking in as we head towards the, the following weeks with all the things they need to have to have to go their way. They have none of the tiebreakers. They're 0-4 in the division. And yet, Jake Browning's like, we're not dead yet. They got Browning and Brown. Yes. Yeah. And the owner's name is Brown. And <laughs> another Brown, yes. And they're the Bengals. And another Chase, because there's Jamar Chase. So you have Chase Brown. Yeah. Nice. Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. That's I it. like that. Yeah, the, the Bengals have been fun. Chase, uh, Brown, and Mixon both playing really well in that game. When you talk about statement wins, I'm looking at the Browns as I'm transferring from <laughs> that one as a statement win because – they got their quarterback. They dare feel confident that's going to finish the season in Joe Flacco. And you look at that game, the defense was a the defense. They came away with four turnovers, and Joe Flacco said after the game in the locker room, they gave him the game ball. He just joined the team, and he said, you guys have played well enough to earn meaningful December football games. I'm just happy to be a part of it, and I feel like a 10-year-old kid out here. I thought that was just really cool. Deshaun Watson goes down with an injury. We saw P.J. Walker make some contributions. He's released for Flacco to step up. DTR gets injured. And now Flacco gets in there, and he's throwing the ball for over 300 yards at 38 years old, comes in and enters the game. Just fascinating. I feel like them having a quarterback that they feel confident that can run that offense with how well the defense has played, that's a statement win because watch out for the Browns. Can we break the segment? What did your son say to you when he saw Flacco throwing a touchdown? So we're, we're, we're watching the yeah. game, and my son, Kate, and my daughter, Leona, they go, Daddy, why does he look so old? I'm like, <laughs> because he is old. He's yeah. old as daddy. 38 years old. 38. Looks good out there throwing it around. He said I mean, it's so cool. It is cool. I remember what we said. We were like, what? Why is going to be on the Browns? I stick with the Browns that? because I, I, I love teams that refuse to accept the story that's been written for them. Mm. It, was, it was done, guys. Look, they lose the best player in their offense. Nick Chubb feels like years ago. Watson goes down. They get, they're doing this DTR thing. It's not working. They lose to the Broncos. They lose to the Rams, I think. And they bring in Flacco, and it's like, all right, we, not New Jersey. Like, we, we have fun with this type yeah. of stuff. It's been amazing. That was a great, great, great win. You saw Njoku going nuts yesterday, Safansky going nuts. Like, they could have easily th- laid down their sword and said, man, we just got screwed. The division's too hard. The injuries are too bad. Yeah. 
And Flacco's not supposed to play like this. And the story was, oh, Trevor Lawrence is actually going to go. Yeah. Like, wow. What a tough guy. And then Flacco's like, I'm going to go. You think that's the first guy I've ever seen before? <laughs> I've been in this league when Trevor Lawrence was in preschool. Ooh. I'm going to hit Jacoby Jones down Ooh. the sideline. I don't Jacoby care. Jacoby I mean, Jones. Yeah, why not? Um, just uh, Njoku was amazing. I think the Brown story is awesome. The defense has still been there. And now they got this new swagger where they, they kind of grew up watching Flacco. Yeah. And, like, they think he's cool and they get it. I think Cleveland amazing. Really like what they're doing. Some of these teams are going to fall out of this picture. We'll find out. For right now, I like Cleveland. I feel like they're stuck. But in the foot race in the division, the Ravens have just continued like that one leg ahead. It's yeah, like everyone yeah, is pumping different. their arms so much. And the Mark Andrews injury was could have been considered a real one. Kyle said it last hour that Lamar could have found it insulting how everyone was harping on the fact that like, oh no, Mark Andrews, you get. But he says Zay Flowers. Like Zay Flowers is coming on as a rookie in this league in a way that we all expected and hoped, but it didn't actually have to happen this year, and we would have been okay because they had Odell Beckham Jr. He was targeted ten times, which. Matched the number of times he was targeted yesterday with OBJ. Uh, ten catches, he had the touchdown, and then the subsequent two-point conversion. Flowers, uh, he got carried off into the stands by the fans after the game during the celebration. He is this childlike exuberance within this Ravens offense that really needed a passing threat when they made this change in their offensive coordinator this offseason, and Flowers has delivered. I think this connection, specifically down the stretch, is going to be one to watch. Well, Baltimore's the only team in the division who has their quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. only team that's not a backup. They're one of four. Right. And, I mean, they're the class of the league right now in the AFC at least. Yeah. Uh, all right, coming up, Stephon Gilmore and friends, they took to task A.J. Brown and right. Eagles offense. Gilly Lock was everywhere, every zip code, and then some yesterday in the Cowboys defense. Let's talk then. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.
We do the coach of the week every week here on Good Morning Football. Sometimes it's a head coach, sometimes it's a coordinator, sometimes it's a position coach. Oh. This week we are shouting out Al Harris, nice. the defensive backs coach for the Dallas Cowboys, whose unit was absolutely unbelievable yesterday. Al Harris is that guy right there on the field. Obviously, you remember him as a player primarily with the Green Bay Packers, but Al Harris played from 1997 to 2011 in the NFL, then made the transition to coaching, working with the Dolphins, the Chiefs, and has worked his way up with the Cowboys. His unit yesterday was on lockdown on those Eagles receivers. Stephon Gilmore, Deron Bland, this is all happening without maybe their number one player in Trevon Diggs, who's been out injured. Al Harris emerging as one of the best position coaches in the league. You are our coach of the week for week 14. I absolutely love that. I heard Collinsworth last night say he doesn't even teach scheme. He just has those guys in the secondary focus on all the receiver nuances. Is that right? And you can see it showing up. When I love Al Harris. I'm not, I'm not joking. Did you consider Nathaniel Hackett? I did. He had a day yesterday. I did. I All also, the good games, I also considered real? Patrick Graham, who's the Raiders' defensive coordinator, in a oh, loss. That would have been cool. Who only gave up three, three points, points at the yeah. end of the game. Not Brian cool. Flores, though, who yeah. gave up no points. Well. Flores yeah. is going to yes. have a bigger flowers in this game. Oh. All right. Oh, all right. Game ball. Maybe it could go out to somebody defensively for the Minnesota Vikings. I don't know. We all get to pick our best performer from Week 14. Jason, you go first. Somehow I'm staying right in that game. I'm going with the game ball. I'm giving it to the Vikings defensive co coordinator, Brian Flores. He drew up a great defensive plan. What's been so impressive, this Vikings defense, we talked about it last year. Kirk Cousins would go out, he would ball, he would put up a ton of points, but the defense could not stop anybody. They brought in a few free agents, Marcus Davenport, Byron Murphy, but a lot of it is these same players, and Flo has completely turned this defense around. Back-to-back -back weeks, they have not given up a touchdown. That was a shutout only the second time in the last 30 years for the Minnesota Oh, baby. Vikings. Great job by Flo, great job by that Viking. Josh McTellis, the breakout star. Oh, my goodness. Plays about 30 positions. All over the field. He's unbelievable. Zach Wilson gets my game ball. Zach Wilson went through a week of what was nothing short of just tumult. I think uh, being part of a story that he didn't even ask to be a part of on Monday had nothing to do with it. Uh, then he had to go in there and wait till Wednesday where he was finally named the starter. Then he goes out and has his best game as a pro. Over 300 yards passing in the rain against a good Texans defense. To show the resiliency at 23, to show that he could put on the blinders and just get to work, I respect it. Zach Wilson might not be a Jet next year. It's okay. He's going to put on some tape that everyone's going to look at and say, well, there is the potential. There he is. Zach Wilson, in a must-win for the Houston Texans, was the better quarterback than C.J. Stroud yesterday. I'm going Zach Wilson as my game ball. We see a big guy. I have a three-step process for backup quarterbacks coming in and really selling us on their story. There's like the first game that they played great, and you're like, that's cute. And then the second one, you said, okay. The third one, you're like, but of course he did. Jake Browning has completed step two so far. Josh okay. Dobbs never got past step two. Jake Browning, he missed game balls last week because the Jags played the Bengals on Monday Night Football. So we didn't get to give him a game ball. I think he would have earned one last week. So then he goes out and he's got to do it again this week. Jake Browning, 61 pass attempts in the last two weeks. His only second and third start in the NFL. He's only missed 11 times. It's a ridiculous way to compete and force completions, I guess, or execute completions with this team. Jamar Chase making him look good. Offense is humming. Mm -hmm. All at the hands of Jake Browning. And uh, shout out to the fact that uh, now his family gets to hang out in Joe Burrow's box as well. I love Pretty that. Cool. Yeah. I like the visuals of that yep. a lot. Big fan of their ensemble yep. there. Since Cleveland Browns opened their stadium almost 25 years ago, the most winning starting quarterbacks in that stadium are Baker Mayfield, who played for the team, mm. Ben Roethlisberger, 
and Joe Flacco. And Joe Flacco just tacked another one on, this time as a Brown, not a Raven. If we're going to do all this backup quarterback thing all year, guys, we're going to enjoy it. And I'm enjoying the Joe Flacco experience. Why the hell not? And it's not like he's coming in and like, yeah, I'm just doing the veteran thing. I'm handing off. I'm not making mistakes. Yesterday was the first time a Browns quarterback has thrown three touchdowns of over 30 yards or more since Brian Sipe in 1981. Damn. It was almost over 40 years ago. He is <laughs> chucking it. What do you Sipe got, was the MVP in 80, so that just takes you back. A former MVP. This is the early 80s. Flacco Sheesh. is doing it. Uh, Stefanski gives him the game ball afterwards in typical Joe Flacco fashion. He's, I'm just happy to be here. It is really cool. I, I, listen, my forehead got really wrinkled when they said, Joe Flacco's coming back for the Browns. What are we doing? Joe Flacco's been awesome. I give you my game ball. You already had my respect 20 years ago. Now you have even more. Joe Flacco, <laughs> awesome, awesome job. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.